views and opinions expressed on this show do not always reflect those opinions of FXBG Public Radio or its affiliates. This station supports free expression without aggression. Thank you for continuing to listen. Is that a new uh, intro thing we're doing? Yeah, so I'm workshopping it. Okay. I'm not really sure about the Yeah, you need you need a few edits, perhaps. Second draft. Yeah. Okay, well, welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. The point is, there's a disclaimer. These opinions aren't all the opinions and that such. Yeah, exactly. We don't want some other show thinking that they think like us. Yeah. They don't. They don't. (laughs) They don't. Yeah, Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. I'm here with EK the DJ. Hello, hello. And we got Hill Hippie missing in action. Yeah. Kind of worried about him. (sighs) So we start with our weekends. How was your weekend, man? Um, Productive. Yeah? Yeah, got a lot done. Excellent. Around the house, just uh, in general, got things accomplished. Good to good to do. Be feel productive. I I put out a couple of videos yesterday. That that was me being productive. I can dig that. Yeah. I uh, I had a couple good conversations with um, with uh Mike of Mike on the Mike, the Great Geek Refuge. Love uh, that guy. Talking about all this stuff going on with politics and and. I, I'm, I'm the, every day that passes. I'm, I'm just. It's a show. It's a show to distract us. It's all a show. There's none of none of it makes any sense anymore, and it it's it's too far gone for it not to be. It's like the WWE, right? When you're a kid, you like you think, oh, wrestling's real. Like that's those really? guys really hate each other. Really. And then like when you, when you turn like eight or nine, you're like, I think these guys might be acting. <laughs> um, I'm not sure that I'm not sure. That that, that that this rivalry between Steve Austin and The Rock is, is a legit rival. I'm starting to think that that's the government. I'm and, pretty and like, sure I was allowed to watch wrestling because I knew it was fake. Uh, whatever. You know, back back in those days, you know, it was... Uh, Quit shitting on my analogy because it works. Whatever. Uh, the only people that believe wrestling is real are idiots. That's that's something we can all get behind, right? I guess. I'm yeah. starting to think that's true of our government and the powers that be. It's just a dog and pony show. It's all to keep us distracted, keep us in the economy, spending money, not learning new trades, not learning how to support ourselves, more and more people sucking off the government's teeth, not being able to balance our own checkbooks without an app. Like, think about that. I can't remember the last time I did the math and balanced a checkbook. I don't think I've ever balanced a checkbook. No, nah, I mean, neither. Like, like, I don't know if I'd be able to. I thought you didn't want to get political, man. That's not political at all. It's I'm a just, little bit political. How is that political? Yeah. The checkbook was the only apolitical thing you said. And I said our show could be political. <laughs> well, I don't like your politics because you are far right of me. This has nothing to do with right or left. That's the problem. <laughs> it has nothing to do with right or left. It has, to, it has to do with the inability to distinguish humanity amidst the colors. And... That's the problem. That's the root. And and everything that happens on the televised media and, and what's thrown down our throats all day long, it seems to pull us in one direction or another. It's either blue or red. And it, and it distracts us from... People need fucking help, man. People people need a friendly shoulder. People need to have conversations that are human and not be swiped left on. Like... like Yeah. We need a real human interactions about with humans that care about each other and not about a buck. About an advertising dollar, about a story that sells. Well, I'm concerned about advertising dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more concerned about providing a quality product. 
Me too. But if I had like, if somebody was writing copy that was salacious as hell, you know, I, I would sit there and read it for a few extra hits. People, you know, calling me names in the comments saying, you know, you're crazy. And it's like, hey, I'm just reading copy. Not what I believe. It's what you can prove. Fair enough. Please silence your cell phones. I'm not normally on the damn show. Yeah. Um, happy Pride Month, by the way. I'm straight, so I can't really celebrate it. But okay, okay. So I'm confused here. Hold on, time out. Okay. Time out. Rewind. No. Happy Pride Month. Yeah. I I don't understand what lions have to do with the month of June. Second of all, the 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 direction you're straight as opposed to left or right. All these confused. It's what? all relative. Say what you mean, man. Say it's what you all mean. relative. I'm not playing this word games with you. Oh my god, this has been an excruciating five minutes, Hill Hippie. Just me and EK. Oh god, right, right into his belief system. I, don't know what mic he's on. I think that's three, buddy. Well, my oh. apologies for being late. Uh, it happens. Uh, blame traffic on Lafayette Boulevard. Jesus. I will. I will. All right. Well, how was your weekend, buddy? Coming in hot. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, weekend was a work Saturday. Uh, uh, Friday was night was fun, but I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, and had, we'll just hashtag it. Uh, EK is nobody's second choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got to hear that story after the show's over. You know, I didn't, I didn't bring that up and we could tell that story. I forgot, I forgot about that happening this weekend. So, uh, Devin and I are out, out at Spencer Devin. Where I'm DJing on Friday Friday evening, and there is there is an event, and after the event, there is a dance party, and you know we, there's commentary about you know the last girl standing on the dance floor, okay, uh, dancing by herself, and she's trying so hard to get Devin to dance with her, and Devin's like, I don't dance, I don't dance, I don't I don't dance, and she she goes to me, and I'm like I'm working, like I'm DJing, I can't, I don't, and then she as she's walking away, I turn to Devin, like, I'm nobody's second choice. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to say that to her so bad um, but I didn't <laughs> you always think about the best things in retrospect <laughs> oh it was great it was great because we're sitting here watching everybody on this dance floor they're all just doing their thing man just getting into the music most of them half drunk if not three quarters full drunk and this girl's just hard on just dancing and she keeps looking over at the booth and I can't tell if she's looking at me or EK. And he looks at me and goes, is she looking at you or is she looking at me? He's like, I don't know, dude. And that's when she comes over and it tries was, to get me it up. It was that level of drunk. Like, yeah. I'm not sure what she's looking at. She could be looking out the window. Yeah, she could be looking day. at both of us for all we know. Apparently be, she was because yeah. when she didn't get me, she went for EK. And I'm nobody's second choice, damn it. <laughs> I understand. I really do. Uh, we had a conversation afterwards on the drive home about how the difference in uh, the sexes, where a female can do that, and it's like, okay, you know, she didn't get me, so she was going after the buddy right next to her. Now, if I was at a bar and I walked up to a chick and tried to get her to dance, then I looked at her friend and tried to get her. She's like, you just asked my friend, no, get out of here, you fucking pig. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, that's the same thing that happened with you guys, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So we, I, mean, we, I guess we, that's we, a push. We turned it around. <laughs> we, we reclaimed it. Okay. We're Going through gra- glass taking, ceilings. <laughs> we're taking it back. I'm just not that into that into you. We're taking it back. We're taking it back. <laughs> uh, well, are you interested in my weekend at all? 
Yeah. Raw oysters. Raw oysters. I've been cracking myself up by saying that. Oh, you didn't get actually all eat weekend raw long. oysters? No, absolutely not. I would never eat oh, raw oysters. Oh, they're delicious. I've heard this. But uh, I listen to uh, the radio when I'm working, and I get, I'm get i able to crawl up in my, inside my own head and crack myself up. But I was listening to this program. Uh, they were talking about a beer. They were like, oh, and what, what, uh, what, what kind of food would you pair this beer with? And the guy, I don't know if he already had a couple beers in him or if he was a little uh, excited about talking about this. He said, uh, he said, oh, you'd, you'd pair this beer, you pair it with, you know, burgers, you know, any kind of beef, really, raw oysters. And it, <laughs> There's such an emphasis on Yeah, and I, it's just the way he said it cracked me up. You know, raw oysters. Cool. <laughs> And so I'd be, I'm walking around in my life, in, up inside my own head, just going, raw oysters, and laughing at myself. <laughs> but other people are hearing me shout, raw oysters, and like, what the fuck is that all about? And then I have to tell that story I just told you. Well, now you just tell them to listen to the podcast. Yeah, listen now to, I could just say, listen, listen to the podcast. Listen the first 10 minutes of the podcast, and I explain it. <laughs> explain it. Just skip past uh, EK's nonsense rant. So nonsense that was... Rant. This is the stuff that keeps me entertained when I'm doing mindless. Raw oysters. Raw oysters. And then I was listening to another radio program. You know I love baseball, and I'm always constantly listening to the Nationals. And I also I also listen to the pregame stuff. And uh, the last part of the pregame stuff is the National Anthem. They'll, they'll play the National Anthem over the radio, and I think right. that's cool. Uh, except this one game. It was a couple days ago. Uh, and they had this children's choir. Come in to sing the Star Spangled Banner. Okay. And uh, I don't know if the sound technician had heard the choir practice and knew exactly where to place the mic or if it was just an accident. But of all those kids, there was one kid that must have been closer to the mic or louder than everybody else, but this little guy could not sing at all. All. Oh no! And he was the loudest voice of the choir, and it's oh say can you see? He's like monotone, right? He only does occasional shifts, you know, during the song. I'm cracking <laughs> up through the entire national anthem, right? Oh say can and everyone else is. You can hear them in the background just faintly, but he is the one like right in front of the mic, and they're picking him up the most, right? There was one part in that song that he sung correctly, and I think it's probably the hardest part to sing. Oh, say da the star-spangled banner, yeah, wave. That was the banner. That was the only part he actually hit. I can't even accidentally do it as bad as he was doing it. <laughs> And it was horrible. It was like, that's probably the hardest part of this song. It's like, it's, I'm just going to get this one hard part done and everything, because everything else is cream. I know I'm doing that right. Right. Well, <laughs> you can hold tell on, that hold in his on head. a second. What if that was actually his part? It was a choral group, right? Yeah, but it wasn't a cacophonous choral group. In right, his but, mind, he you could tell he was following that bouncing ball across the no, no, words no. scrolling. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like, some of these dynamic choral groups, like there are some people that just sing flat notes or 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 off notes, and then it's it's supposed to be the group harmony of it. And if the mic was placed poorly, might not be this kid's fault. He might have been singing exactly the notes he was supposed to sing, except for he was supposed. So to So I'm the jerk for laughing at the kid when I should be laughing at the sound technician. Yeah. So maybe that's why I found it funny. 
because, because it was a sound yeah. fault. His bad mic placement is <laughs> your mic and the kid that's supposed to be in the background. Like Look, he's, you're, he's you're, supposed to be an accent and you've got him as the star. That was definitely bad mic placement. Trust. It's like that freeform jazz. You're not supposed to listen to the notes being played. You're supposed to listen to the notes they're not playing. Right. <laughs> oh God. Uh, t- trust me, EK. I think you know enough about music that if you had heard this kid, you'd know it's just, it, <laughs> that that wasn't planned. He may also have been a bad singer. Not what I'm saying. <laughs> I think the odds are he was likely a bad. I'm just singer. saying it was also bad mic placement. But I mean, I'm just in tears, laughing my ass off because that that national anthem. Regardless, kudos to you, little dude, for getting out there and trying and doing yeah, your thing with you gusto. Gusto, you might have done it poorly, but you know what? You did it. Good for you. for effort. Oh, man. I loved it. And only jackasses like the three of us are going to laugh at you. Hmm. No, there's probably way more people that would have laughed at that. Trying to make them feel better. Shut up. Well, I've... It's funny because the announcers, they're they're presenting it. Here's the the children's choir with the national anthem. We'll go to the audio. And... Then you hear the mic cut in, and I'll say, can you say, you get that, all right? And then they have to sit there with their mics off for the whole time, and I bet they're laughing their asses off in the booth, right? <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, this sounds so horrible, because they're radio DJs. I'm sure they know enough about sound technicians that it's like, somebody screwed up. <laughs> and then they got to cut back in after, and that was the children's choir with the national anthem. Listen to that crowd. They loved them. <laughs> <laughs> God be, bless those little angels for doing their things. Yeah, you, they're they're kids. You don't want to say anything bad, but you got right. it's ending. It's, it's ending. Home of the brave. <laughs> straighten it up. Straighten it. Up. <clears throat> focus. Focus. <laughs> <laughs> Try to reel it all together before you have to get on the air again. Uh, that was awesome. Where's Bob Euchre when you need him? All right. Uh, speaking of drunks, um, I want to talk about the. Madman drinking game because I listen to our podcast a lot, and so I was just thinking if you're out there and you're listening to our podcast and you're drinking, I suggest this Madman drinking game for FXBG Public Radio Shock Monkey Radio. All right. Every time the Madman says right or you know, drink. Hmm. It'll be a while. It'll be hard to catch up. Right. 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 So now, just, are you going to have to follow the rules of your own drinking of game? Of I am game. not playing right now. God damn it. I'd have you sauced by the end of the show. I, yeah, I will be out of beer. <laughs> so uh, just to you know, give that a try if you like. Yeah, yeah Lushes. Love you. All right, now I had a little thing for Hill Hippie's Garden. Anything going on in your head? Raw oysters? Oh, I'm kind of just amazed by the raw oysters. Uh, I was actually working on that on the way here because I had something that I wanted to do, and I just ran out of time this weekend, so I'm going to have to save it for next week. All right. Well, but... that gives me an opportunity. Oh, oh. Well, I don't have nothing, so. All right. Uh, Is he hijacking your segment? Your yeah. Get, get your boots out of my garden. We talked about this before before the show. I wasn't here. It doesn't fucking count. I don't understand. It's Hill Hippie's garden. Hippie's garden. You have something to fill it with? I'm not trying to fight with you guys. Stop trying to stick your shit in my garden. God, that sounds dirty. <laughs> you're not my second choice. Oh my, you're not my second choice. You'll you always can, be my first choice. Guys are like, you complete me. <laughs> Stop. Well, you want to do anything, or should I just go into my flash? Look, that, go ahead. Let him go. Let him go, because all I've got is like a minute and a half. This isn't minutes. necessarily a Hill Hippie Garden fill-in so much as a replacement segment, because he doesn't have one prepared this, this week. Well, I had a half one. 
Which we could have worked, uh, just ad-libbed back and forth. Let's talk about something. Yeah, come on. Go. You wanted to hijack it. Go ahead. Go ahead, EK. Critical crossovers. Critical crossovers. Right. All right. So, something that they used to do on one of my favorite shows, uh, At Midnight, with Chris Hardwick, before it got canceled, because yeah. Comedy Central's made bad decisions, um... They used to do this thing where he'd play, he'd play a bunch of games and he'd give people points. Uh, and one of the, my favorite games was Hashtag Wars. And and the way the Hashtag Wars kind of worked is he'd throw out a couple of things and and people would give their answers and he would give them points as a result. And and it would be like, okay, like a classic book and kittens. And people would, would be like, A Tale of Two Kitties um, or something like that. And, be, and he'd get points. So I... I Suggest we pick up that mantle because he said we could on his podcast because I listened to it. He said we can give out points. Us specifically? I did research. Yes, us specifically. Are they he the said, same value points though? No, we're gonna we're gonna use our own system. Uh, <clears throat> but our first our first game. I hate Bitcoin. Is gonna be Star Wars <laughs> and baseball. Star Wars and baseball. So critical crossovers. Star Wars and baseball. Um, we had a couple of uh. Yeah, uh, we had a couple of examples. Luke Skywalker is Luke Skywalker is safe at second at the second rebel rebel base. <laughs> safe while sliding into the second rebel base. Um, the umpire strikes back. The umpire strikes back. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you should be writing this stuff down. But if anyone the out there listening, seventh inning Sith. The seventh inning the seventh Sith. Seventh inning Sith. That's a good one. Uh, so yeah, this is along with tie baseball to Star Wars in some way, and we'll give you points and. Uh, We'll put it. We'll, we're we're going to put something on the uh, Shock Monkeys. Uh, we'll put something on the Shock Monkeys Facebook page. Uh, we'll put something on the FXBG Public Radio Facebook page, um, and we'll give you a week to send in your submissions. And, and we'll bring it up give, next, we, yeah, next week. Bring it up next week. We're going to give out points, and the points are going to count, and we're going to give away something. Are we going to track points? We're going to track points, and we're going to give away something. A date with EK. No, uh, no, 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 no. Something of value. Something people might actually want. That's yeah. Well, you can't be a second choice, so you might, no, might as well no, be a I'm third. Nobody's, I'm nobody's second choice, and I don't give it away for free. Well. Uh, or for points. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I heard. Um, so, yeah. Uh that's that's the game, Star Wars baseball. And if we come up with any others, I'm sure they'll be thrown in throughout the show. Um, but yeah, send send them in, put them on our Facebook page, put them on the Shock Monkey page. We'll uh, keep this contest going, and there will be a new category next week. And you know, I guess we're gonna have to keep ourselves from making these crossovers and giving people free ideas. And Mike from GGR, just bring that back around full circle, had a question for you. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, he's going to be doing a show, uh, and they're going to talk about their favorite comic book moments. Um, and he was curious what your favorite comic book moment was. Um, there was a, I really like complete stories, so it's hard to go back into the long boxes and talk about individual, uh, issues. And so, like, one of my favorite, uh, comic books is JLA Year One. But, I mean, that was originally a run of single print comics, but I got the compilation graphic novel. And there's a moment in there where um, uh, the Justice League is the, doesn't, doesn't trust each other. There's a Martian Manhunter's been spying on them all and stuff like that because he doesn't trust the humans, not even the metas and so forth. And Nobody could trust each other. And then Flash solves it by revealing who his identity. I'm Barry Allen. I'm a forensic scientist at a 
Uh, I have a master's in forensic science, and I know I look real young to have that, but yes, this is who I am, and this, like, kind of, and then they all started taking off their masks and revealing their identities to each other. See, and so, yeah. opens the door. Yeah. That's awesome. The uh, bravery of that moment. I thought that was great. And uh, Rorschach's escape from jail. Ah, oh, man, Rorschach. Uh, what a character. That was excellent. That was a good moment. Mm. It's it's hard to, like, there's so many that pop in my head, stuff like that, but there's so many. It's a uh, Tower of Babel, JLA Tower of Babel, where Batman admits that all the ways the Justice League is getting taken down are his plans. His so somebody, contingency so somebody plans. got into him. Somebody, somebody broke. Somebody yeah. hacked in. Somebody, somebody got his, his plans secrets, right. for taking out the Justice League if they ever gotten you know out of control. Is that the same storyline where Batman ultimately gives him the kryptonite and is like, you know, you should have this just in case? I don't remember. I, I don't think so. Which there is a storyline Sup- where that yeah, happens. Superman gave Batman a kryptonite. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. And that's when he first got the idea. It's like, I should probably have contingency plans against all these powerful so that, people. So this happened before this, then? The Superman giving Batman no. kryptonite happened before this storyline? Superman giving Batman kryptonite happened way before. Okay. A while back. And so that's what that story is kind of based upon. It's like once, I mean, Superman did the right thing and gave Batman some kryptonite. Batman said, oh, well, he's not the only superpower guy that could kill a normal person like <laughs> me with but a thought. you know, Because <laughs> that's got to be hard. You know, if you're if you walk into the JLA headquarters and you're what's, looking around, you're the you're Batman or Robin, and you're in there, and you're just like, you know, Superman could sneeze, and that'd be that'd be the story of me. That's the end. You know, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the Flash's weakness? Uh, he moves too fast. He moves too fast. Yeah, uh, in the Justice League comic books, he is always uh, out on his own because he's ahead of everybody. And he's like, uh, oh, I can handle this, and. Phew, off he goes, and the next thing he knows, oh, it's Gorilla Grodd, mind control, you know. Uh, gotcha. His so weakness he, he, he is runs there's a, never a cookie in he's, reach when he's, he needs one. He's so fast that I was thinking, like, you could just you could you could mess him up with celery, man. Celery. Empty calories. But you got to sit he, there and he, force feed him celery. No, I mean, like, like, like he would be tired, and then just only offer him celery. He'd never make up the caloric intake to that he's expending. He would starve to death eating celery. That seems kind of cruel to intentionally force feed the Flash into starving. But you wouldn't even have to force feed him. He'd be so hungry that he'd eat the celery, but it wouldn't do him any good. It's just, it's, he would need so many calories to keep moving because of his metabolism. That's what I'm saying. That there's no way it could be inconspicuous. All right. I understand that that is a way you can kill him. But <laughs> since we're moving into my Flash notes, because I've been watching the new season of Flash, uh, I'm not done with it yet, but you know, I do have some comments I want to make on it. But uh, there's a scene where he's in prison, all right? And how he's maintaining this metabolism while still appearing to be a normal guy is by cheating at cards to win pudding cups. Okay. All right. And I'm sorry, there is no way there's enough pudding cups in that prison that you can gamble for. Because pe- there's some people that's to, like, no, I'm not gambling the, my pudding cups. To sustain the flesh. To, to sustain the calories that you need you go, to you stay alive. That, you go eat that cornbread. <laughs> yes, Flash. Yes, Barry. I'm going to eat my cornbread. So I've been watching this show. and uh, Cornbread for cake. Cornbread for cake. 
<laughs> it reminds me of why I quit, I quit watching Arrow. The action slash relationship drama is like a constant downbeat and upbeat. It hurts my brain. You know, it's something for the boys, something for the girls, something for the boys. Something, And you can hear the tone of the music change. It's like, oh, we're going into a girl scene. Oh, we're going into an action scene. Yes, you know. So, but, you know, I do, I have to say I do love seeing minor characters popping up left and right. I mean, I love Caitlin Fro- uh, Snow. Uh, I, uh, it's kind of weird because I like Killer Frost more. And so it's like I, I kind of have to smack around Caitlin Snow for a while until she became Killer Frost. And then I would coyly, coyly flirt with her, <laughs> you know, it's kind of a weird dynamic, you know. Because yeah, <laughs> the problem is she's not going to frost your uh, ice cream cone the way you want. No, if you probably smack her not. Around. Yeah, but maybe she won't remember. Who knows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I do love Ralph Dibney and also um, fuck you, writers of Flash. <laughs> I'll let you figure that one out on your own. Um. Okay. Uh, I got more. I got more. Uh, there's an episode called Hashtag Feminism, and it was great. Girl power. Episode? Yeah. Was like, yeah an oh, episode Flash. Called, of a Flash called Hashtag Feminism, and it was great. It was all the girls working together. Girl power. That's awesome. Uh, you know, if I could compare Barry Allen to any any kind of character, it would be either Hitler or Magoo. I know you get that look on your face. It's like, why would you compare Barry Allen to Hitler? And I'll tell you why. Because they stuff. They are still stuffing. After all these seasons, they're still stuffing these superpowered metas into a prison with no trial. Yeah. You are a cop. You should know how unethical that is. That's the, that's the Hitler part. But it's mostly Magoo. All right? Because... Barry Allen is mostly like Magoo as a superhero because he's just like, oh, I'll get there fast. Oh, I broke time. I uh, I tried to save my mom and flashpoint, <laughs> and all reality's out of whack. You know, and that's Magoo, and it's just and he's just narrowly missing everything. You know, all the dangers, the open elevator shaft. He's missing it. Just it's all luck and blindness. And the magical blue ball that they got him out of the Speed Force prison with. Oh, God. You're a little too far away from the mic there, Devin. You're fading. Fading. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm going to watch, not watch it. I'm going to watch the rest of it. But, I mean, I gave up on Hawkeye. It's just like uh, Marvel did. Wait. There wasn't a Hawkeye show. What are you talking Wait, about? Wait, strike that. Reverse it. Uh, Arrow. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but you get the good jokes. There's, there's good jokes. In the show. That reeled me back in. But you can't believe that Barry's old enough to have a master's in forensic science or something like that. And could be hanging around with Joe and look that young. I well, mean, he still looks 19. Didn't he get know, the right? master's in forensic science, though, because of his super speed and the ability to... I would guess. Well, in the still, show or in the comics? In, in the, uh, I don't know. Because in the show, he was already a forensic scientist before... He ever gained his uh, powers struck by the lightning created by the uh, particle accelerator explosion at Star Labs. As far as the comics, I don't know. You know, if if there was a superhero that ended up in our town, you bet your ass I'm going to hang around him. Because apparently hanging around uh, a superhero like the Flash is almost guaranteed to get to you superpowers. you a superhero. Right, right. yeah. <laughs> it's, 
getting to be sexually transmitted like it is in a, a Marvel's Netflix series. <laughs> you know, superpowers are an STD. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be oh, that would be so awesome. Do they make a cream for that now? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, it would be it would be an S S T S P. Sexually transmitted superpower. superpower. <laughs> uh, well, wait, 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 my superpower is my sex. So I'm already a superhero. There you go. Way to way to look at it positively. But I mean, the good thing is that I feel it feels like we are entering entering a peak of the golden age of comic book cinematography, and I think that that's a wonderful thing. Um, because uh, the Watchmen, the Deadpool's, uh, Infinity Gauntlet, and even shows like Flash and Supergirl, you know, have opened the doors to for the future in terms of like maybe making more interesting character groups, like Challengers of the Unknown, maybe a good GI Joe movie that'd be kind of awesome. <laughs> Darkhawk, that would be a dope movie. I heard they're doing a Transformer GI Joe crossover. That could be awesome. Sleepwalker, Moon Knight, the, Go po- bots. the Power Company. We're talking GoBots. Hey man, some of us were poor. We could only get the GoBots. That's right. <laughs> they were cheaper. What was that budget Power Rangers we were put on at the other day? It had oh god, one of the Lawrence brothers on it. Uh, what is that? Some one of the random internet channels that we watch. The Trailer Park uh, Power Rangers show as the. I just know Go it had Dan or Gotan, Godan. Heroes of Godan or something. What was this in a store you were? No, it was, it was actually on TV for this, some god awful reason. Yeah, there's this like '90s sh- like cartoon channel on on Pluto TV, and we I watch it all the time. And one of these shows, this one of these throwback shows, is uh one of the Lawrence brothers. I think Matt Matthew Lawrence, maybe. I think that's what you said. I don't know. It's kind of hard for you for me to understand you when you had one hand in your pants and the other hand, uh your mouth in your armpit. What? <sighs> he's he's making a gay joke. Gay During joke. Pride Month? Here, gay joke. That was a masturbating joke, you jackass. To, to now Lawrence. I know what... You've got your fetishes? <laughs> to, to Matthew Lawrence, specifically. Anybody was... from the 90s you get off on. Yeah. 90s? I, enjoy, I enjoyed the 90s. It used to be Alanis Morissette. But Dave Collier ruined that. He ruined it. Cut it out. Damn it, Dave. <laughs> Damn it. Why did, why did he ruin everything? I don't think he ruined everything. You know, after all, not everyone's 100% dick. Not everyone is 100 I don't believe anyone's 100% a dick, man. <laughs> I don't know. I know some people that could qualify. <laughs> True, I've met some myself. I'm related to some. Oh, that's a family dig right there. Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. That was it. 94 <laughs> to 95. It was so kill- bad they only made one episode. <laughs> One, or one season. 52 episodes from 94 to 95. Well, that was one long-ass season. Superhuman oh, yeah. Samurai Squad. That's, that's because these toy manufacturers thought that that's what sold toys, is cartoons about... Oh, no, this was live action. This came oh, after... live action. Any this, kind of programming. This came after toys. Mrs. Doubtfire, just if you were wondering where in his career this happened. <laughs> 1990s. I was, because uh, the Caps, you know, go Caps, by the way. Or like one game away from the Stanley Cup. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I was heard someone talking. It's like the last time the D.C. area had like a, a winning team. It was uh, 92, I think, with the 
the, the Redskins beating the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. Jamal. Sounds about that right. Year. Yeah, I remember that year. That's kind of cool. So I guess that means uh, the Nationals are probably not getting going to the World Series. You never know. You never know. You never see like two major trophies, one city in one year, do you? I don't. Sports talk. Sports. 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 Tro- trophies. Teams. Trophies. Sports. Goals. Empty Just- words. Trades. Free trades. Free trades. Uh, free agent. Can I unplug his mic? I wish I could. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, I uh, can reach it. I don't have a whole lot of news stories here. We still have like a half hour left. You got Hill Hippie? Did you really have anything since uh, EK preempted your show? Honestly, I was. You have anything on trying your mind? to do the research on uh, some of the junk foods that we eat here in America? And one that really caught my attention was honey. Especially considering, you know, the problems with the uh, colony collapse disorder. Have you ever bought a jar of honey and it'd be crystallized? Uh, no. Then you've never had honey. Oh. Mostly what we eat here in America that is sold and labeled as honey is got very little actual honey in it. And it's... Mostly like sugar? Fluffed up with the high there. fructose corn syrup. Uh, wonderful. And... Artificial flavors, whereas in the rest of the world where the governments actually care about their citizens, they have rules preventing them from eating foods that have additives that cause cancers or anything like that. But their honey is actual real honey. It has to have at least a 60% uh, pollen content in it. Where most of the honey sold is actually 100% pure honey, but it, for it to be classified as honey and sold as honey in, let's say, the European Union, it has to have at least 60% pollen in it, and it all crystallizes. That way you know it's real honey because it's just what it is. It's a lot of sugar in it. So that was just, like I said, about 30 seconds of we're not eating real honey here in the United States unless you buy it straight from a... That's what I mean. A, it's like apiary. you can get... Yeah. There are people with hives... So honey. Yeah, but most of it is garbage. Garbage. You're just putting, you might as well just drink straight high fructose corn syrup and call, your, call it a day. I do. Your poor gut. Yeah, my poor gut. Indeed. So be- before we get into the news worth knowing, I'd like to read an obituary. All right. This obituary comes from Redwood Falls, Minnesota. A Minnesota family has apparently been waiting a long time to tell the world how they really feel about their mom. Kathleen Demlo was born on March 19, 1938, to Joseph and Gertrude Schunk of Wabasso. She married Dennis Demlo at St. Anne's in Wabasso in 1957 and had two children, Gina and Jay. In 1962, she became pregnant by her husband's brother, Lyle Demlo, and moved to California. She abandoned her children, Gina and Jay, who were then raised by her parents in Clements. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Schunk. She passed away on May 31st, 2018 in Springfield and will now face judgment. She uh, will uh, not be missed by Gina and Jay as they understand this world is a better place without her. Okay. Oh, <clears throat> shit. Oh, God. Holy hell. And that's how your story ends. Wow. <laughs> that's actually first article in the news worth knowing. Wow. So, uh, I have to thank uh, good old Blackmore. 
Uh, it was something that was posted on his wall. And you know his hashtag art things that he posts. Oh, yeah. And that was what, you know, somebody posted that on his wall. Hashtag art. <laughs> Good old Blackmore. I think I got to smudge myself after hearing that much negativity being spewed. Holy, wow. Holy hell. What an obituary. That's how much they hated her. Well, this was a. That's the, just this, fucking petty. Yeah, the Springfield, Minnesota. It's the Redwood Gazette. I just wonder why they printed that. Yeah, no, the newspaper, they cleared that. They're petty. That's why. They you know must, what? There's no way they read it. There's no way they read it. it. It was just like, okay, this is an obituary, so poop. Yeah. There's no way they read it. That's that's probably what happened. Oh, my God. Pregnant by her husband's brother. Jeez Louise. In 62. Yeah. And then ran away to California. Yeah. So, meanwhile, she just passed away. This is 62. That, how many years ago was that? Like, 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 60 years ago? The fucking 60s, man. <laughs> Holy shit. That's harsh, man. That's really harsh. She was, she was, uh, having, smoking them jazz cigarettes and ran off to California. How much, <laughs> how much would you have to really hate someone? Is this hatred or is it honesty? I mean, the last paragraph is clearly, there's some hatred there, but up till that point, it's pretty honest. Yeah, there's honest, there's honesty, and then there's just, you know, none well, of that needed to be said. None of that needed to be said. They were getting out and anybody what they felt. They just like, fuck her, and I'm spewing it out there for the world to see how much of an evil person this woman is and why I hate her so much. It was very much about them, not about her at all. It was a very petty fucking move. It was very just, ugh. But after what happened to them, can you blame them? It doesn't matter. Girl, she's passed away. You know what? You know, nothing else is going to happen to her. You know what? If you wanted to really get her, uh, get under her skin, put it into the uh, paper or something like uh, some sort of article, maybe not an actual obituary, but put it into the paper where she's alive can actually read it. And that way she would get the, okay, I've really pissed my kids off. I, apparently I have not made the right cho- life choices. Well, but she's gone. And this, you know this what, though? serves no fucking purpose. You know what, though? It's just pure fucking negativity and evilness. We don't know the whole story. True. We don't know the whole story. Exactly. We don't know if they tried to make amends. We don't know if they tried to make it, make it right. We don't know if it was their entire lives they spent trying to reconnect. Or We, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, I've, I've known some pretty evil people in my life um and not that i would wish harm upon anyone when when they met their early ends but I, if it I were up to me any any negativity about it but if it were up to me to write an obituary and nobody else wanted to do it because they were such a horrible person i think you did i think you would make more of an attempt at humor I think you would take yeah the you're higher... right there's no sense of humor in this yeah it's, it's all very dead bitter. bitter i think you would take a higher road than that than what they chose there's a particular person in this world who has caused me a lot of grief in my uh, younger age, 18, 19, 20 years old. I'm not going to go into the story of it because it's a very private and personal story. If that person died and they, someone came to me to write this person's obituary, I would leave everything out of it and just make it simple, polite, and to the point. Not bring up any of the bullshit about what this person may or may not have done wrong. Or anything like that. That's that's class. That's taking the higher road. That's being a better person. This is that's just human filth. Wow, he's really keyed up. I like it. 
I like it. But what, you know what? Here, you know, that's this, the most emotion I've ever seen. You know what's, that you know what's messed up though? In my twisted little head, uh huh. I'm taking it as a challenge. So I w- there's got there's got to be somebody. <laughs> there's got to be somebody evil enough for you to say no. Fuck that guy. Hitler's there's got, obituary. There's got, no, yeah. it has to be someone. It has to be someone like Hitler's. Too, it's too easy. Okay, too easy. All right. It's too. It has to be a realistic. Not Trump though. You don't have enough hate for Trump to be like, no, this guy was an asshole. No. What about Hillary? What I'm about th- Hillary? <laughs> I'm just the- saying. There's got to be somebody that... that I think the Hillary worth- right. I would take the high road. I would say the positive things. I mean, even when we were talking about the Solo movie, I chose to say the positive things. And the only and so my obituary over someone I really dislike would be more like my opinion of the Solo movie in our previous podcast, uh, where I said, hey, you can totally wait to come to this funeral. <laughs> It's going to be all day, and if people show up, hey, we're going to have a good time. If people show up. That's as positive as you can get with somebody that's, like, straight-up evil. Like, Bob Ross evil. Bob, wait, wait. Bob Ross evil? I'm kidding. I just, it's a horrible <laughs> segue into the next story. The happy little trees. Exactly. I miss Bob Ross. <sighs> My brother dressed up as Bob Ross for uh, Halloween one year. He was Bob Ross, and I was uh, Gallagher. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting pair. That was a fun time. Anyway, there's an app now that uses the soothing sounds of Bob Ross to lull you to sleep. Bob Ross, the famed painter and television host known for his soothing manner, is making his way back into popular culture 23 years after his death in the form of a sleeping app. Why didn't I think of this? Calm, an app used to help people who meditate or have trouble sleeping, is using three episodes of Ross's PBS show, The Joy of Painting, as calming bedtime stories for users. Alex Two, co-founder of the app, said the company's had so many calm users asking for Ross's voice to be used in sleep stories. This is, They were request, requesting this. Nice. He was very monotone, and but he would go up and down just a little. And he was always so happy and yeah. so... Yeah, so calming. Just... Just a little bit. Not, well, how about, we, how, about, how about we put another tree up here? Yeah, let's put another. There we go. Yeah. I get it. The decision to use Ross in the app's stories was due to his calm and soothing demeanor. He was and still is a hero to the heart of sleeping, Two said. That's... <laughs> a hero to the heart of sleeping. So far, <laughs> one of Ross's sleep stories is available in the Calm app, while two others will be released this summer. I really wish I thought about this. Because it's genius. Now, is Bob Ross still alive? No, he's he's been dead for tw- twenty-three years. Oh, okay. Yeah, he um. I just wonder where they got these people who requested Bob Ross as a voice. I was like, this you know this app is great, but nothing works like my old VHS copies of Bob Ross paintings. You know, we need more Bob Ross. Some guy in a has a, a VCR in his bedroom and he's got this string of PBS specials that he taped back <laughs> way back in the day. <laughs> he's just, this is the only thing that helps me sleep. <laughs> what does somebody like that do if the VHS tape ever snaps? Hopefully they've got redundancy backup copies. They they probably do, or they, you can do, uh, there is repair work you can do with VHS. I knew how to do some of that back then. Right on. I was an AV nerd. Yeah, but does your average person know that? No. Exactly. No. 
Well, I mean, because I worked at a radio station, I've had to splice tape before. Right. And so, yeah, I knew how to do it. And it's, it's basically the same damn thing. I had to see Yeah. It's magnetic tape. Mm-hmm. It works the same way. Plus, I did things like people would tell me to like this. Uh, we don't want to hear about your masturbation. No, stories. no, no. It's people would say, you know, you got to. You got to listen to such and such backwards. Like I heard like uh, another one bites the dust mm-hmm. by Queen. That phrase, another one bites the dust is start the smoke, man, one. Uh. <laughs> and it sort of sounds like night to smoke, marijuana. Yeah. And so, and so I actually had to physically take a tape cassette and flip the reels and stuff like that so I can listen to the song backwards. Nice. AV nerd. Whatever happened to the old days where you can just put vinyl on there and just turn it to the opposite direction? Right. It was so much easier with a record, right. but I only had it on cassette. I remember doing that as a kid to Iron Maiden's uh, Number of the Beast. <laughs> In a dark room at night. Right. Oh, to be young and stupid. I want to talk about Israel for a second. I'm not trying to get political or anything, but this news story cracked me up. All right. <laughs> On Sunday, Iran's top leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, tweeted that his country's stance against Israel is the same stance we have always taken. Hashtag Israel is a malignant, cancerous tumor in the West Asian Asian region that has to be removed and eradicated. It is possible, and it will happen. 731.91. Hashtag Great Return March. All right, and so... um. The Embassy of Israel at Israel in USA posted in response to this a GIF from Mean Girls, the movie, where uh, the character Regina George, Rachel McAdams, is saying, why are you so obsessed with me? And so that's the <laughs> response that Israel in the U.S. <laughs> replied <laughs> Do this horrible thing. It's like, oh, you need God. to be eradicated. Like, Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> it's the perfect, perfect response. I, I'm not, it's just like, I'm not even dignifying your shit with a real response. Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> but, this is Iran. How many people are going to be familiar with that to get the sense of humor? Probably do you think not many. They wa- yeah, do you think that they're... Uh, Mean Girls is watched a lot in Iran. I don't think Mean Girls is watched that much here in the United States anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. I th- I think it's watched probably more often than you might think. It's yeah, watched. I do. I do love that movie. <laughs> I do love it. Well, I'm not I know, gonna lie. It is, it I know a, what you two are watching a, when I'm not around. It is a great movie that has a lot of hilarious moments in it. Yeah. Uh, Tina Fey wrote it. Yeah, it is a good movie. And Tim, uh, Tim Meadows in it. Like the the cameos in it are awesome. Agree to disagree. <laughs> but I just love that this is how they respond to that. It's like because if you look at the Khamenei's posts, it's like there's there's no sense of humor to it. There's no. It's all official and serious. And then Israel and the USA reacts this way with a joke. And so I don't, I just, I don't know if the joke's going to land in Iran, but, because uh, I, I don't understand this reference. What is this? What does this mean? And all they have are like bootleg copies of Mean Girls. And old Bob Ross videotapes. Yeah, in, in French. 
Non, je ne parle pas français, ne peux parler anglais, n'est-ce pas? I'm assuming that that was French. Yeah. Si. No, 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 no. It's oui. <laughs> uh, biblioteca. <laughs> Now I feel like you're just making shit up. Cerveza. That's Mexican for beer. I know. It's Spanish, actually. Yeah. Jerk. Racist. Racist. I know more Mexicans than I do Spaniards. Uh, Spaniards. But man, there was a very, very hot uh, Spanish exchange student when I was in high school. Oh, from Spain? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That straight black hair. Just, oh. Yeah, I spent some time in Spain. Thank you, U.S. Navy. <laughs> There. Woo. Yeah. Uh, let me just cover this in a blanket statement. European girls. Big, big thumbs up. <laughs> They are great. Thank you, Europe. Yeah. You're raising them right. <laughs> um, a woman with arachnophobia orders KFC so delivery driver will kill spider. Before okay. I, before I get into this, I want to say the KFC, KFC delivers? <laughs> right. Uh, I was surprised the one time I found a KFC with a buffet. Now they oh deliver? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, right? Uh, it turns out delivery drivers will do more than just bring you food. Demi Sweeney, a college student in England, ah, it's in England. Ah, uh, fuck! Is so terrified of spiders, she ordered food from her local delivery service in hopes the driver would take care of the creepy crawler for it. You know, in the UK, even when their food is inspired by ours, it's better because it gets delivered. Son of a bitch, fucking Brits. Uh, when she spotted the one-inch arachnid, not that big. On her wall, she called a friend hoping to enlist somebody's help, but the friend suggested she order some food for delivery and see if the driver would be willing to help, according to the Washington Post. <laughs> Hashtag EK's new plan. Hashtag you need new friends. <laughs> Come over and kill this spider. Like, what the hell with that? Be an adult. <laughs> if you must, call food delivery. Mate. <laughs> Here's a here's a, Oh bloody hell, it's a spider. Here's a quote. Hello, sounds silly, but this is a serious question. I have a huge phobia of spiders and there's one in the corridor of our house near the door. Definitely England. It's the corridor. The corridor. If I order food through Deliveroo, is it possible at all the the driver can get rid of it? <laughs> She wrote in the <laughs> online thing. <laughs> and the Deliveroo responded and say, well, "Yeah, we can most certainly do they can most she could so most certainly request this." But it's possible the driver might be more afraid of spiders than she. <laughs> Epic fail. <laughs> she decided to give it a shot and ended up ordering from KFC. Uh, that's irrelevant. Uh, when the delivery driver, Joe, showed up a little while later, uh, she pleaded for him to help her out, even though he admitted he didn't like spiders either. <laughs> I then begged. Telling him, please, you have to help me. I only ordered food for your help. Uh, luckily for Sweeney, Joe agreed to help. He pulled out a chair to stand on and knocked the spider off the wall. Ended up chasing it. He was able to catch it and flush it down the toilet. Uh, all pipes lead to the ocean. All right, Sweeney, Sweeney later tweeted about the encounter, calling Joe a lifesaver. My fear of spiders has taken a whole new level today. <laughs> ordered, it's a one-inch spider. Ordered food and hope delivery driver would remove the spider. They replied to the uh, Deveru, Deliveroo 
reply to the tweet praising the employee. What a guy. Great to see Joe and Linda helping hand. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you're applying to be a delivery driver at any restaurant, put in additional skills. Not afraid to kill spiders for clients. <laughs> Does this... This is a quote one user wrote. Uh, does this mean that you're going to do this every time a spider exists? Maybe a new emergency spider removal response setup is needed. <laughs> the spider response team. <laughs> SRT? Spider I'm scared team. of spiders, but, you know. I'm, I'm not a... I don't like them. I'm, I'll fight them. I'm a little arachnophobic. I'm not afraid to kill one that's on the floor or on the wall. One gets on me, and I start screaming like a little bitch, and it definitely dies, but I'm... And I, I guess I guess we're just lucky. I don't know how big spiders get in England, but, I mean, here in the mid-Atlantic region, they don't get very big. I mean, it's not like it's this is Australia, though. Hashtag everything's trying to kill you. <laughs> Fucking Australia. It's a beautiful country. I'd love to go there sometime, but nope. No. No, the kangaroos alone. No. The kangaroos. Koalas. Funnel web spiders. No, 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 no. Aw, koalas. I gotta find koalas and feed them Amanira mascara. <laughs> it's salty yeah. and minty. <laughs> yeah, and harvest their urine. Okay. Yeah, Do you want to see Santa Claus being pulled around by flying koala? Absolutely. That would be awesome. Not worth fighting koalas to collect their urine, though. Nice callback. Nice callback. Um, let's end on this uh, world's hottest grandmother, which may have a new contender. Apparently, this is a thing. All right. Is that a gilf? I guess. You, I'll just turn this laptop around. You tell me. That's Damn right, that, that's a gilf. That's a gilf. That's a pair of gilfs. Pair of gilfs, and that's why this is uh, an article. And this is uh, uh, Gina Stewart, 47. She was deemed the world's hottest grandmother after rising to fame earlier this year. But now a new contender, 36-year-old Carrie Hilton, has emerged. A woman who is recently determined to be world's hottest grandmother is having to defend her title from a 36-year-old kickboxing, kickboxing enthusiast. Who has just become a grandma herself. Oh, new contender at 36. I feel like that title should have a minimum age requirement. <laughs> but Man, it's know, technically your grandma. Technically your grandma. Yeah. Gina Stewart, 47, rose to fame earlier this year when she made it to the finals of Maxim's Finest Australia Contest. Maxim's still around? A competition <laughs> right. that pitted her against 18-year-olds, according to news.com.au. Uh, at the time, she was told... She also told uh, Daily Mail Australia that she hadn't had any cosmetic work done besides getting her breasts done 11 years ago. And that's why you are no longer the hottest, because I don't like those big fake boobs. Uh, Stuart, has who has an 11-month-old grandchild, ended up losing out on the title of Miss Maxim Australia in what was a close race. Uh, but retained the title of world's hottest granny nonetheless. However, UK resident Carrie Hilton, who is way hotter... Uh, just became a grandmother at just 35. She tells the male she believes Stuart needs to give up her crown. I'm the hottest granny, and there is no competition here, she told the publication. That is true. That is true. Furthermore, Hilton told the male she believes Stuart has undergone additional cosmetic procedures in, in addition to her breasts. She claims Botox specifically, but admits to spending $17,000 on cos cosmetic procedures herself. Breast implants, teeth bonding, and Botox, among <laughs> other, Yeah. 
So I guess it's a fierce competition out there for this title. I guess so. Uh, when she's not working as a media manager, Hilton also maintains her physique while training as a kickboxer, hobby that has already earned her six silver medals in international c- competitions. Way to go. That looks good, and she'll kick your ass. Yeah. Stewart, meanwhile, isn't exactly upset about her braggadocious claims, <laughs> saying instead, I love that word, braggadocious, <laughs> and saying instead that she welcomes the challenge. Carrie Hilton is gorgeous, and so is every other woman out there, she told the male. Carrie is welcome to the title, but she will have to fight for it. That was a very excellent response. Yes, it was. 47-year-old also had uh, previously said that she doesn't necessarily enjoy all the attention she gets. Uh, She only entered the Maxim contest in the hope of raising money for a sick friend. Quote, I think everyone is beautiful. I'm not doing this for the attention as I hate it. I'm just trying to make a difference and inspire women not to rip each other apart, she said. That explains your response. Yep. Life is too short for judgment. Embrace your age and your curves. It never killed anyone. <laughs> That's a good message. Yes, it is. I That's like a good it. message. And you know what? You could still be a grandma and still be sexy. Obviously. Obviously. But I, I do have to agree. The new the new ones got it. Got the cake. And that's just because of my preferences. I don't like the tan, blonde, big boob thing. That's me. I like the dark-haired, thin... <laughs> tattooed girls and, but I'm older he likes them with a dark side I'm four years older than that grandma though yeah so am I that's depressing oh wait she's 35 36 36 yeah I'm four years older than her as well well I have no kids I got a an adult <laughs> I no kids one is my niece Another is my friend's son. All right. Yeah. That's a kid. Anyway, we got about two minutes left. We can wrap it up early, can't we? Sure. All right. We've got to cruise through those news stories. So uh, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. Please find us on social media. Go to my YouTube channel, Madman Lowercase. Search for Madman Lowercase. It has to spell it all out. I'm sick of it. I need to change it. <laughs> Or just search for FXBG Public Radio on YouTube. You'll probably find some of my videos. FXBGPublicRadio.com. There's always information on us there. There's Shock Monkey Radio Redux on Facebook. And check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman, and I love you. Who are you guys? I'm UK. And I'm the Hill Hippie. Raw Oysters. See you next time. Raw Oysters. Raw Oysters.